That's rather a lengthy opening to something important. Let's just get down to work. We're not only going to try to help these marketers who've submitted their pages, but we're going to try to use that to help you who uh, may have submitted your page and, and not had it selected. We need all of us to work together as a community to solve this. We're going to get your insights, and then we're going to get our scientist team to get involved and also provide their insights. So let's look, uh, let's look at a page. It's coming up soon. We'll show it to you in just a moment. Um, the question is, uh, the quality, can you trust since 19, this is the value proposition, quality you can trust since 1993 and support you can rely on. Now think about that value proposition. This is channel information they submitted us, mostly natural searches, and it says they just launched this new page and have not yet started any paid search advertising. We're going to show you the page. John's going to drag it over. In a minute, we're going to look at a screenshot, but I just want you to see this because I'm getting ready to ask you to vote on this value proposition. So look at the page first. In just a moment, I'll open the poll. As you look at the page, ask yourself how clear the value proposition is. John, take us back to the slide. All right, and here we have the actual value prop expressed by the person who submitted the page. You can see it printed in front of you. All right, we want you to now begin to vote. So we've opened the poll. Scale of one to five, rate it for us, please. I'm watching your votes come in. Good. 17% of the audience has voted. Keep voting fast. And the faster you go, the more pages I'm going to be able to cover today. I have a lot. I have a lot. 36% of the audience has voted. 41% of the audience has voted. 46% with 52%. Keep going, 62%, in 35 seconds, 67%, 71%, and I'm going to share with you what you chose as the audience. 78, and as soon as we hit 80, all right, good. Now, let's close the poll, and here's what we see. It's going to come up on your screen. 42% uh, of you said there's no real value proposition, or it's stated unclearly. 35% said limited to a small market, and 20% said substantial value to at least a medium-sized market. All right, now let's look at the page itself. Again, I'm going to ask you to vote. We won't do this on every one, but I'm going to ask you to vote on this particular one. So here we have the actual page. No, go to the next slide, John. All right, so here's the second question. We want you to tell me, if you're looking at this page, look at, look at uh, question two, what, how would you do this? This is uh, going to be LP2. We're going to open the poll. Expression of the value proposition needs to be corrected, reduction of unnecessary friction, utilization of incentives to mitigate friction or relief of anxiety. Choose which one you think should be done first or which one is the most important. We're going to open that poll right now. Okay, pick the element that you think needs the most attention. And as you're voting, we're going to see which one you think, and then I'm going to turn loose uh, a couple of our researchers to talk to you how to get this page in order. For those of you that may be new on this, we've done this type of clinic before. We recently received an email from one of the people whose landing page that we that we worked with. They saw an increase. I can't give you the totals, but I think it was over 100% in revenue 
when they ran back and took what we did in five minutes and applied it to their site. So listen closely. There's just some chance, perhaps, that this will help you. We certainly want it to. That's the reason we're here. We want to discover how to optimize. That's why we conduct all this research. 39% of you have voted in 43 seconds. You're taking more time. This is a little harder for you. 42% have voted in 47 seconds. 43%. Some of you may not be as familiar with those terms because you may be new. If you are, get to our website, study this, or take the landing page optimization certification class. And it's very expensive, and I'm not selling it. I'm just, you know, if you don't know these terms, you need to know them to, to do your job well if you're trying to optimize. All right, I'm going to close the poll. Let's see what you thought was most important. All right, if you look at your screen, 60% nearly, 59% felt the expression of the value proposition, and 27% said reduction of unnecessary friction. I've, uh, I've got your thoughts on this, and we're going to use this first time on this first page to wait for us to learn how to work together throughout this precious you know, 50, 40 minutes that we have left together. But I'd like to go forward and ask uh, Jimmy Ellis to comment on this page. Jimmy's our, uh, one of our directors of optimization here. He's a key expert in this field, and, uh, and I'm going to let him talk for Jimmy. I need to cover many pages, so I need you to take about three minutes and tell us exactly what you do if, to make this page better. Sure. So the I'm looking I want to make one more quick comment about the value proposition that was stated, the quality you can trust in ninety three and support and support you can rely on. That can be part of a value proposition, but that is not part that is not a value proposition because it doesn't tell how this product can help the individual customer. This means nothing to me as an individual customer. It helps add credibility. It's not a value proposition. So that's the first thing that I would see that's wrong. If you go to the actual screenshot again, they have pieces of the value proposition or what would be a value proposition listed on the page. So uh, completely eliminate paper, time card system, save hundreds of lost time and product productivity each month. I would take out of all this information, this page is really long, take the best bullets from each one of those sections and put them at the very top and use actual bullets that will draw your eye to the bullet so you'll notice that text. So if I'm starting this page from scratch, what I would do is I would I would not center line headlines. We've mentioned that in many of our clinics. I would love to line headlines. I would write a better headline that quantifies some metric that helps them feel like it's going to – so maybe it saves them 40% of our time. Maybe it's uh, maybe there's a free trial, something like that, where it's going to some sort of value. Either it's going to save them time, it's going to save them money, something in the headline, let's align it. Drive them down to those probably four or five bullets that are the best bullets on this whole list. Keep your screenshot because that's great. And then I've actually looked down on this full page. I pulled it up in a browser. There's about five or six products on this page, and there's too many, too many offers, and it's actually a pretty high price. And I've also noticed that in the left there's a demo. So I actually have a totally strategic different change for you. Whoever time click is, if you're on this call, you're probably gonna, you're probably gonna love me or you're gonna hate me. But the one thing I would do is I would absolutely offer a free trial. This is this is a time limit. You know, a single computer, two hundred thirty-nine dollars. Why wouldn't you give them a free trial that, that turns into a paid? Almost every time we test that with a product very, very similar to, look, to this, it gets a huge result. That's what I would do. So I would drive them into one option. It would just be the free trial, and then they could choose how they would want to upgrade after the, 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 the trial ends. Make a credit card up front. You got your guarantee. But some of these things, like I said, this page is way too long in terms of the type of product you're offering to really uh, nail them down and get them started. We believe long copy sells, but 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 the bottom line is, uh, first of all, well, Jimmy, I'd like to make a few comments. Let me let you complete. You go ahead. Are you are you finished? We, I want to move on to another page. But, yep, okay. 
All right, well, let me jump in. Let me suggest this. Number one, the goal of a headline is not to sell a product. The goal of a headline is to get them to read the next paragraph. That's the first sentence of the next paragraph to get them into the body copy. Then the body copy, in this case, needs to establish relationship immediately. And within the first sentence, I need to understand between the headline and the first sentence why I should stop clicking and stay here and give your product some attention. Once, I, once you've got that much of me, once you've bought that much of my attention with well-worded uh, well headlines and first sentence that I'm in the body copy, now you open dialogue. You communicate with me. You're not doing that. Communication, even though I recommend bullet points, and bold text. Start a dialogue, embed those in the conversation, use the vertical format, and then, as Jimmy mentions, drive them into a place where there's not so much unsupervised thinking. Please don't ask me to make choices between that many options when I'm not even sure I want you at all. The first choice you want me to make is that I want to purchase your product. It should be that or not. It should be that or, or at least... Uh, an in, uh, a step, in, an incremental step, uh, do I want a free trial? But don't make me choose all of those things until I've chosen that I want to purchase. If you do that, you'll find conversion is often cut by as high as 75% against uh, the other design and layout factors. There's much more we could say, but we're going to move on because there's a large audience with different kinds of websites on. So uh, if you have further questions and this is your website, if you'll shoot us an email, we'll try to help you with, with at least one email response if we can. All right? Let's go on to the next, uh, uh, next slide. All right, here's a new slide. We're getting ready to show you the page, but here's the value proposition. Uh, it's a long one, but this is what we've been sent. I don't know if I should read it. I guess I will for those of you that may not have a screen. We offer a fully customizable news headline feed, which we permit users to include their logo in, creating it for free. This provides users a chance to make news feeds that, by including their logo, give them the opportunity to create branding tools for their own site. This is a preliminary program. In advance of a hosted solution, we will launch in the fall with the user's page, which will be hosted by us, and the custom headlines feed they create with open. This is very helpful, though, the, the company that sent this, but it's not a value proposition. It's a business model. Uh, but nevertheless... Uh, we're not going to vote. We're going to vote on. We're going to vote on another one coming up. So we're just going to look at this. Go to the next page, and uh, and this is the actual page in a web browser, and uh, it's a, it's an interesting page. It has some strong points. Aaron Rosenthal, are you queued up? I am. It looks like you're on the wrong. Uh, it looks like you're still on the old time click page. Or in my uh, my go to webinars. It's just changing slowly, uh, Aaron. It's I. We're, I'm watching it. On our screen, and I'm watching it on the audience's screen, and it should have changed by now. It has right. for most of us. And right. also, you know, John, you may take us to the slide as you need to instead of the – it's good to see that, then go to the value prop, then go to the slide. But, Aaron, tell us what you would do on this page. Hey, Aaron, before you do that, let me just step over to the audience. I have my Q&A open. I'm going to give you guys one minute before I turn Aaron loose. As an audience, tell me what you would do. You're already starting to. How do you get this – Colors of the headlines disappear for colorblind men. Can you please larger text? Someone else says text bigger. Clarify. Someone says headline colors hideous. Says Bobby. Tell me how you optimize this, marketers. Sign up for what? Someone says less wording. There's no there's an ob, no obligation to what? Someone said the iPath is disjointed. Someone says. Someone else says the iPath. Uh, Chris says, too much to look at. Grant says, uh, readability uh, says, more white space between images and text. Uh, uh, Clark says, the menu's not clear. I think it's Clark. Um, orange headline evokes a negative response, I'm seeing for, for some, of you, some of you others. All right, good, good. Call to action. Better navigation, says Stephen. Aaron, as these are coming in, we're, even those that we don't call, we read to see how, 
how astute our audience is. We study your responses. And we'd like now to have Aaron speak. Aaron is also in our optimization group. He's an expert in channels, paid search, ads, but he also is involved in pure optimization projects. Aaron, what would you do? Okay, uh, sure. When, when I get to your site, I still don't know what you're doing. I read the headline, co-branded news for your website and increased traffic for free. First of all, when you say increased traffic for free, tell me how much. If you've got a case study that proves it, tell it to me. Um, when I read this co-branded, co-branded news to your website, I still don't know what you do. So I start getting into the bullets, and you're not drawing my attention to any of these bullets. They're, it's, it's very small type. Uh, somebody mentioned that on somebody else mentioned that on the call. There's, you're not you're not highlighting or bolding good uh, good copy in there to bring my attention to help me make a decision while I'm scanning your copy or while I'm reading through it. Uh, when I get at, once I finally figured out what you do and I get to the point where I'm trying to make a decision, you've got sign up now. Well, sign up now sounds like a it's a very intensive process for me. Somebody somebody else mentioned that on the call. I'd like to see you, you, you test something like increased traffic today, uh, you know, using use a call to action that actually means something and it's actually tied into what the value is from this product. Because I still, when I read through your copy, I'm still not clear on what the true value is of, uh, of, for signing up for your program. You've got no credibility indicators. There's no testimonials that are telling me, that are displaying uh, you know, convincing me of the value. So your copy has to do it. Um, so when I get to your page, be convincing. Give me the give me the top four or five bullets of why I I should sign up for your program. Back it up with real numbers. Don't make statements like increase traffic or uh, uh, or improve your website. Tell me how. Tell me why, and then quantify it. Um, give, uh, give me thirty seconds, Aaron. Well said. Thirty seconds, Jimmy. Sure. I mean, when I come to the site, it says increase your web traffic for free, and I want to see how. I don't, I don't really see the explanation. So if I read the copy, especially in the top right, this is, tells me how I can get started, but it doesn't tell me how I'm going to increase my traffic because there are so many sites telling me that you can increase traffic with this easy solution or that easy solution, and none of them work. So I'm looking for that for that proof, and Aaron kind of mentioned that. But show me uh, – actually, I'm going to go into a little – a little more strategic thing in terms of their sign-up. So on the next page, just letting you guys know on the call, um, it goes through a very simple four-field form to set up the process. If you're going to have a page like this and, and you have this service that it's free, all you have to do is basically complete this really basic form, why would you make them click to get there? Why wouldn't you include it on this page? So okay. I would I would fix the layout like everybody's saying. So make it a vertical layout, not this side-to-side thing where you get the big, strong image on the left, and then you got a big, strong image on the right, and people don't know how to read through the page. Make it vertical. Drive them down to actually that simplified version of the form and remove the step out of the process. So you're reducing the Outstanding. Clarifying, you're clarifying the value proposition, and, and uh, I think you're getting a lot more results. Uh, that's that's outstanding, uh, clean and clear, and I hope that will help the, uh, anybody in the audience that may have a similar page to think about what they're doing. Uh, get a vertical light path, uh, and I mean, just swapping the, the image on the left for the text on the right would would bump conversion, but it's not enough. You need to do more. And Jimmy's suggestion of consolidating the two pages is huge. It's huge. That could make a massive difference in conversion. Let's move on. New 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 page. So are you ready? We'll go to another site. Uh, this time uh, we're looking at a value proposition. We make full-color direct mail envelopes. They're always easy and on time. And the drivers of this landing page are three individual ads placed in DMA yellow pages. Now, this is a helpful piece. You can see the ads. They sent us these ads, 
and uh, we're showing you what they click on to get to the web page. Now, before you look there, um, I want you to rate the value proposition. You've seen how to do that before. We're going to open a poll. You see the value proposition in print. There it is. Let's vote. Scale of one to five. Let me see your thoughts. And as soon as I have that, I'm going to move to uh, the page, and we're going to start. Uh, Jimmy, I'm going to turn you loose on this. Aaron, be prepared to back him up. Jimmy's getting old, and he gets confused. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's a mental scar from working here that uh, down Flint. <laughs> we, I don't know if this is a confession or not, but the actual name of our network here in the sciences lab is Evil Moon Base. And, uh, and Jimmy thought of that. And that should tell you right there that uh, he's got too much free time on his hands. Uh, all right, so the audience has voted. We're going to close the poll and let you know what you think. How did you rate the value proposition? No real value. It was only 18%. 42% thought substantial value to at least medium-sized market, and 28% limit said limited value to a small market. Um, Always easy and on time. We make full-color direct mail envelopes. All right. I'll let you comment on the value proposition, Jimmy. Do you want to uh, – actually, Aaron's uh, – we're coming in from channels, but we'll start with Jimmy. Jimmy, do you want, to, you want us to go to the page or do you want to start here? Oh, yeah, start right here. All right. Go for it. So uh, I'm going to mention the reason – if someone clicks on this ad, full-color envelopes in, in three days, one, one thing you absolutely have to do is make sure that there is uh, relevance from your ad to your landing page. So now let's go to the landing page. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So I'm looking for full color envelopes in three days, and this is what I get. So I have no idea what, what, what if I'm even on the right page. I see the little color tree logo. That's kind of lets me know. But I go from full color envelopes in three days to our latest white paper, top ten secrets to know before your next envelope order. order. Now, I mean, we've seen a lot of these white paper strategies, and usually they're really good. But there's a big problem with this one is because it doesn't connect with the ad. So you absolutely need to connect with the ad. I'm looking at this. If you're doing direct mail, you usually have pretty darn big budgets, and you're looking for a quality company. I need some kind of credibility. So even before I read the headline, I'm looking for something that makes me feel safe and secure, some testimonials, some samples of your direct mail pieces. Something needs to be included on this page to say, oh, my gosh, these guys actually do have great direct mail envelopes and stuff like that. So, um, so what I'm saying is you absolutely have to test the strategy. We, if you don't get the strategy right, then, then you're leaving a bunch of conversion on the table. And I'm not sure if this is the best one based on your ad. Now, if you had an ad that said, get our latest white paper, you know, our free white paper and 10 secrets to know before you get your next envelope order, then this is great. It's simple. They know they're getting a white paper. All you have is a form. Now, I wouldn't have this big, long form. It depends on if you're going to send them a print information or, or, or just an email. Um, but whichever one that is, you need to customize this form based on those objectives. So... When I, well, <laughs> so what I'm saying is basically this is not meeting the customer's expectations when they get to this page. And that causes interruption. And, and site disruption, site flow disruption is one of the number one killers of conversion. Jimmy, uh, I'd like to make a comment. I'm going to let you finish, but Aaron, I, I, there's a couple things I'd like to say. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, 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 I was going to say, I'll say, go ahead, and I know Aaron's got a few, too, so. Yeah, let me, let me just make a go point ahead, Aaron. here, too. And you're sending out a direct mail piece, and you've got your address. You're, you're, you take them back to a site, and then you're asking for their address again. You, you've probably got an easier way to, to either match up their 
their name or, or a code that you've already, you're already utilizing uh, data that you've already paid for, collected. Why make them type it in again? And it's not even required when you come to this form. The other, the other things I notice are you're not, you're not specifying in that headline. Where is it shouting at me that this is a free white paper? You're, it's very, the wording is kind of funny. Uh, our latest white paper, 10 secrets you know, blah, 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 and you're, and you, and you, and yours for filling in the following, and then your submit button, it's not a button. It's just a, it looks like a graphic. I don't even realize that it's clickable when I'm looking at it in, in the PowerPoint here. So I think, I think those things, you're really going to increase your conversion. Limit the, limit the fields, greet them with a real headline, spell out, you know, be, simplify it, tell them exactly what they're getting, and use a real button. I think you're going to click, I think you're really going to increase your uh, click-through rate on this page. Uh, let me add to Aaron's and Jimmy's comments. First of all, uh, the web is not a magazine, and you don't send people to a magazine ad. Uh, this is essentially a magazine ad online. It's got purple on pink, and not only is that bad from readability, uh, as Aaron has just pointed out, in terms of seeing the headline is very hard to read. It's too long, and it's broken in the wrong places, and it's the wrong color against the wrong color. Not only that, but unless you've tested your audience and know this is the right color combination, this is a polarizing color choice. Polarizing colors uh, are not a wise choice to send a mass audience to. Uh, you you want to use colors that uh, are at least neutral, but certainly not polarizing. People either like it or they'll hate it, and it will impact conversion. Moreover, uh, this should be, at, at the very least, this should feel like you're going to a solid site. Even if you click there, just going here is not enough. Now, maybe they do. Maybe there's other things around it. But based on what we've seen, there's not enough around it to help me understand that I'm going to a real company with real website. The surrounding information should be minimized. NAV should be minimal. But I need to have a sense that I'm talking to uh, someone I can trust on the other end with my information. Uh, at the very least, I would divide this form into two parts. And on the first part of it, I would only collect the name and email address so that I had at least an electronic lead. When they, when they hit the submit button, I would ask for the postal address, and I wouldn't just ask for it. I'd say, tell me where to send your X or tell us how to do Y. In other words, give them a reason that you're asking for the post office or the posting, post, uh, postal address. And as you do that, uh, you'll end up with two kinds of leads. Your most qualified will be the ones that have gave you both, and yet you'll have another group that you can market to as a list builds across the net. It's a big mistake to consolidate both in this particular case. hope that's helpful to you. I hope you uh, bear with us as we try to set a pace that's not either too fast or too slow. It's never perfect for everyone, uh, but I'm going to suggest we move on so we can help more people. Very good comments, Jimmy and Aaron, and let's look at another site. All right, so here's the value proposition. Before we look at that, I'm going to have uh, – uh, show me the website. Pull, me, pull up the website. We're going to look at the website, then the value proposition – then the screenshot. So we're there right now, all right? Money for your business. There's the website. Find funding through our network. All right, now back up. To the, uh, take us back to the slide, if you would. All right, so now we are at the value proposition. We have one of the largest investor networks, entrepreneur tool sets that will get you and your company funded. All right, there's their channel information, primary traffic source is paid search. And um, and look at the ads. There's the actual ads. And we're going to go to the site. Well, I think we'll just start right here. Aaron, do you want to comment on the ads or do you want to wait till we get to the site? Yeah, I, I, I've 
I've skipped ahead and actually looked at the site. So let me comment real quick on, on just a couple of things in the ad. Uh, first of all, you, you've got a good use of the word free. Whenever you're using that in the ad copy, you're going to get higher uh, click-through rate. I would test it in the start, uh, startup money because for me particularly, I don't know what a funding network is, but free startup m money or free startup money quote or something, uh, you know, something to that extent might pull a little bit higher. Now, what you've got – you, you, you pointed at this in your value proposition that you're the largest net investor network, and you say it again, join our network of investors, but you're not quantifying it. If you're truly the largest investor network and that's your value proposition, quantify it, make it scream off this ad. You can use your value proposition not just on your landing page but in your ad copy. What differentiates you from your competitors? Why should I trust you with my time and my money uh, potentially versus your competitors? So certainly look at testing those those uh, those couple of things. I'd like to see the URLs, um, and maybe I'll just hold off on uh, on commenting on those. One of the one of the top places that we're seeing advertisers not utilize the ad space that they're giving. You're, you're limited by characters in, in Google, Yahoo, MSN, wherever you're advertising pay per click wise. Use that use that URL that domain space to actually market to somebody. If it's if if it's a free quote or free funding, well, use that as a subdomain or or file folder in your URL. If your URL doesn't do the job of conveying that message itself. All right, now I, I I'm going to show you all those sites, and I want you to I I want you I want to go to the site, and then before Aaron starts again, I want you guys to tell me what you would do to fix this site. So I'm watching the audience. Uh, as you start commenting with the Q&A feature, tell me how you would optimize this site. All right, so so use your Q&A and uh, let's let's look at your comments as they come in. All right, remove uh, longer relevant copy says Clark. Logos mean nothing says Drew. Reduce the above the fold space says Guy. A clear VP vertical uh, layout, says uh, McEwen. Reduced width of gray area, says David. Is reverse text a problem, says Claire? Yes. Claire it is. Headline, hard to read with green color. That's correct, Fresh. Add testimonials, says John. Reduce funded company's images. Pink left side uh, uses too much space. Uh, less green background on headline, more copy, says Ann. Who cares about the featured company, says Brent. Change image, says Christina. That guy is scary, says David. I don't know if it's appropriate for me to comment on that, but I think you could optimize your image a little bit. All right. Um, smaller top bar and uh, better headline, says Domain, and make the, uh, the, the fine funding button bigger. All right, let's just go on to Aaron Rosenthal and then Jimmy. Guys, let's go to work on this page and see how we can help someone. Remember, if, you're, if we haven't hit your category yet, we have, we're doing our best to cover web pages that represent the category of all of the primary groups that are on the phone, so just stand by. In the meantime, I'm going to ask Aaron Rosenthal to uh, give us uh, his, his quick thoughts on this particular subject. Go ahead. Aaron, are you there? I'm not sure if we lost somebody. No, I'm <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, All right, go ahead. The first thing that I noticed when I clicked through on, on your ads is that you're not meeting me with the same the same language that I just clicked through on. Whether it's free funding network or need startup money, you're, you're reading me with that same that same copy on the on this page. Or I see I see need money for your business. I see find funding through our network, but still no mention of that word free or startup money. Uh, you need to make sure that you're greeting the individual who just clicked through on, on the ad with that same with that same copy and that same feel when they when they get to your page. Now, 
now that I'm here and you haven't greeted me, there's a potential for me to leave. But if I'm staying, I still don't know. I still don't know exactly how you work and how I can how I can get involved. Your headlines aren't aren't telling me. Find funding through our network. I still don't know what that means. Funding Universe is your source for finding uh, finding money for for your business. Now I'm starting to get a sense of what you're doing. But what I don't see here are are good. You know, how can I trust you? I, I don't have confidence in this page. I don't see testimonials. I don't see credibility indicators. And I don't see those big bullets of why you're different than any of the other competitors or any of the other individuals that are trying to give me funding for my, uh, for my business. Uh, you, haven't, you, you stated in your value proposition that you have the largest investor network, but I still don't see any, any, any evidence of that when I come to your page. Now, just – Let's scoot on through the copy because I'm sure uh, I'm sure Jimmy has a lot to to add. But when I actually fill out the form, are, uh, you know, my question to you is making sure that you're using that email as as a point of contact for these to recover these individuals. Because if I click on the free or entrepreneur network, I come to a completely different form. I'm assuming that there's more data that you have to capture on the back end, or that you're trying to capture uh, after they click after you click this find funding, and if you're doing that, you need to make sure that you're recovering these people as well. Find All right. Them. Darren, I'm going to have to, I gotta, I'm going to have to move you to Jimmy pretty quick. Let me give you 10 more seconds, buddy. Go ahead. No. Go, Jimmy, go ahead. I'll, I'll hold off. No, All right. I, I, have, I, have a, I have a bunch of questions about this page because I don't think if this is a free, you know, the, the, the main thing to me on this page, period, would be the, the concept of it being free access. It needs to ooze free access because that is going to reduce any anxiety that they already have coming to this page. Even even if the look and feel, which I don't think it conveys a you know, if I'm talking about the investing network. To me, it sounds like a big, strong, professional organization. And this page doesn't look like it. Now their homepage has a more clean feel to it, but that is actually that look and feel of the page is communicating something about the value proposition. But to each element of this stuff, it should like for example, it should say like get instant access to our, the largest, you know, uh, investor network, you know, in the world for free, and then through the bullets and the copy, it needs to say, like, get free access. You know, the, the button, instead of, stuff, instead of find funding, it says, you know, get free access, because they're not, it, the button says find funding, but they came here to get access to the network. I mean, that's what we actually use, you know, free funding network, need startup money. So that's what I communicate to the points. Now, the information they're collecting, if it's free, why would you, why wouldn't you just Take their name and email address. Why do you need the company name? Why do you need the funding needed? I mean, these are things, these are things you can ask after the process. So if we reduce the friction in the field up front, because this is more personal information that you're asking for than just what you would need to get free access to a site. So I'm not sure if they're lose, using these leads, um, you know, for something else. If it's a lead gen type, of I think it's demand gen, Jimmy. Yeah. I think it's demand gen. Yeah. So it would be yeah. based on what, what's required for that. Is how I would do those fields. I would shrink the top of that page. You've got a huge green gradient shade with a massive waste of real estate and a horrible headline, white on green, that's hard to read, that's all caps, all of which is wrong. Uh, while I'm talking, would you guys submit to me the headline you'd use? I'm talking to my audience. Fire me over the best headline for the top of this page. But the other thing I would do is I would probably do a short note from someone who's actually found funding, and it would be more like this. Hi, my name is, uh, you know, John so-and-so, and I'm the CEO of SharkWatch. Now, I don't know who SharkWatch is, but I'm the CEO of SharkWatch.com. I can remember how hard it was to get funding in the early days of our venture period. Uh, it probably wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for whatever this, you know, the entrepreneur network that we tapped into through so-and-so. Uh, they were quick. They were, you know, blah, 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 blah. Now I hit the bullet points, boom, 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 boom. Uh, 
if you've made this personal with a story, I don't care if it's three paragraphs and you did it right, you'd have a huge impact on conversion. Give me a real person that's actually used this and got value out of it. That's what you're trying to do with that left. Show me those other names over on the left, but talk to me. People don't buy from websites. People buy from people. This is not supposed to be an ad. This is supposed to be a conversation, even for demand gen, especially for demand gen. You may wonder, well, why? Because they're not, they're not buying anything. Well, the reason it's demand gen to begin with is because they're typically a higher value customer. And it's not something that you can do in a simple transaction on the net without a person involved uh, by a phone or letter or, or it, you know, in actual presence. So you, you must initiate conversation. The credibility that you would get if real people who got real help actually wrote on this page to you that you should submit your name and why, or you should give their email address or send, you know, uh, uh, think about that copy again. You know, I'm so-and-so, and and I didn't know what I was going to do with my business, and uh, I, I tried the bank, and they said no, and I tried so-and-so, and I couldn't get any work, and the VC community I, uh, frightens me, and but I've, when I found this site, everything changed. And, you know, boom, 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 and then the next comment is something like this. I don't work for finding or fundinguniverse.com. Uh, I'm just a customer who's grateful. Uh, you can find out the same information I found that turned my whole business around by, uh, you know, writing here to get access to this, or, giving, to getting your email address to, to, or submitting your name to get full access to the same list that I found. That kind of feel is much more powerful. It also gives somebody a chance to explain what in the world it is because these guys are right. It's not clear. All right. Um, uh, we got to go to another page. I hope this is helpful. Audience, let me see your headlines. Let me see your headlines. Got a big business idea but need cash. That's from Dave. There are spelling errors in the text, someone says. Yes, there are. Uh, get free funding with a proven company. That's from Noah. Seven days to your funding. That's from Rhonda. Find the money you need by this time tomorrow. Uh, excellent. Um, uh, join Funding Universe and find money you need. Good. These are these are thoughts. All of these are coming in. We'll look at the headlines as they come in. I've got a better one, and then we'll move on. Uh, if you need money, call Jimmy Ellis at, at – and we can put your cell phone number in there, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> it's 813. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy's starting to quote my cell phone number. All right, so let's move to another site. And uh, this one is completely different. We're going to a retail site. All right, we're starting out with a value proposition. It's photo identification for less. I'm not. And then channel information. Here it is. Primary source of traffic is uh, via PPC. And the, the ads are sent to the product category page. And visitors navigate to the review page from there. And um, they're currently testing three Google paid search ads. Uh, let's look at those ads. And uh, and then we're going to look at the page. Jimmy, do you have any comments or Aaron on this page? You mean the ads? Pardon? On the ads. The ads? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, in terms of, I mean, I can learn a lot of things, I'll just tell you off the bat, by just looking at their ads in terms of the quality of the traffic going to the landing page. I'm going to, Aaron's going to have some other comments about these ads, but I'm seeing that they're, Saying by the Fargo DTC 550 printers, that is very specific keyword text that they're using in those ads. And what it typically will do is produce a pre-qualified lead, which I'll use on the landing page. Aaron, what else you got on these on these ads? 
Yeah, you're testing three three radically different versions. One one promotes the price. One uh, focuses on a rebate. The other on free shipping. I, I would really like to know which is which is performing the best, and then then focus on on that. But not knowing that information, other things that I would test. You, you've got you've got for the most part the same uh, the same title. What we've seen is the title impacts the the ad click through rate vastly more than the body or the their URL or any other elements in there. If the if two hundred forty five dollars is really a, a great deal on, on this on this particular printer, I would use that in the in the title. Um, you're, you're almost limited by characters. I think if I counted properly, you're only left with about three or four. That's where you, you come up with the buy Fargo DTC five fifty zero printers. Uh, but you know I, I might do far, use the use the Fargo printers and then the two hundred forty five dollar uh, copy in the title. Actually actually try to get. Uh, more click-through rate, utilizing that, and then and then look at the look at the URL space as well. I, I, I touched on this earlier. People aren't using that to to market to. Um, you know, maybe somebody realizes that an ID wholesaler would be selling a Fargo this Far, Fargo printer, but chances are they aren't. So using a Fargo Fargo dot printers dot ID wholesaler or Fargo dot ID wholesalers, utilizing you know Google Google will or uh, bold the the keywords inside the ad copy if you're if you're if you're matching up with the keywords being searched for so it just leaves you a little extra area to push this to get to get a little bit more exposure and push this particular ad copy all right now i'm going to move uh, aaron good point jimmy good point let's move to the next let's actually move to the page uh, we're we're, we're going to look at this page we're trying again to make our time really work for you um, the, the, the next site we're going to look at, by the way, is completely different than any we've looked at thus far. But if you look at this particular page, I want my audience to um, to comment right now, not on the page, but take a moment while Jimmy and Aaron start shooting at this page. I want you to please tell me if you're finding what we're doing so far helpful. Is there any way to make the balance of this session especially helpful for you? We want to invest every single minute in a way that will do so. So, um, you know, I'm I'm really... I really want to make sure that we're going at the right pace, and I can't please everybody, but I'm trying hard to help as many as we can. With that in mind, I'm reading your comments as they're coming in and turning it over to Jimmy. Uh, go ahead and optimize, Jimmy. Jimmy is an expert on this particular kind of product in this particular space. Uh, I know because of all the research he's done here. Go ahead, Jimmy. So the first thing I want to see is direct relevance from the ad to the landing page. So I'm looking for the DPC 550 printer. And they've done a great job with a good, strong, clean image on there, but that headline is so small that I don't even realize that that, that it's, you know that's the, that's the actual headline of the product. So first thing I want to do is absolutely make that bigger. Now, when we do e-commerce pages, there's two questions we absolutely are trying to answer. One is, why should I buy from this company, which would be like your company-specific value proposition. So that's like, why should I buy from ID Wholesaler as a whole? The next question is, why should I buy this specific product, and it's the one that everybody forgets about? almost every single retailer that we talk to forgets about the product-specific value proposition because they think of it just as a commodity. It doesn't really actually have to be. I mean, it is a commodity because this is a printer. Probably a lot of people have it. But if you can prove to the customer why they should buy this particular model over the competitive, like competitive models, maybe something from HP or who, who knows what brand they are, but if you could do reviews or comparison or in some compelling way show them why this model is the best, 
then, then you're going to do, do worlds of good for your conversion. So uh, I'm looking at this page. I'm looking, first of all, I'm looking for company-specific value propositions. I'm looking for, like, warranties. I'm looking for testimonials. I'm looking for anything that's going to make you feel good about this page. I'm looking for security seals. I don't see any of that stuff. I don't see uh, our customers oh. them right now. Here, here's what it is. There are some things on the page, but there's so many elements that I can't find them. So I'm looking at the layout of the page. I'm looking for these things that are going to make me feel safe and secure and trust uh, this particular site. So you get the left nav, that's standard, that's, that's okay. you got the center information, and that's doing pretty well. you got this right column, and we've tested these, these layouts probably a, a thousand different times, and every single time a three-column layout does not perform as good as like a two-column simplified layout. So what I'm saying is if you have a three-column, if you can test the two-column, do it. But elements in this third column that are go totally getting missed, and so what I'm going to do right now is pull out some of the good product-specific and company-specific value prop elements. On the top right, it's kind of hidden. It says free shipping, all orders over 100. It looks like a little graphic. I don't notice it. It needs to be closer to the actual image of the product. Other things that need to be closer to the actual image, the image is where everybody's eyes going to go because it's so nice and so pretty and so clean, and it should be. It should really you know, represent the actual product so they don't have to guess what this is going to look like in their office. They can see it online. So if you scroll down the page, you'll see that there's a warranty down there. That warranty information needs to be moved up. Now I'm looking for the price, but, but, but with the layout of this page and the size of these fonts, I don't see the price. It's actually below the thumbnails. It says, our price, click here. And, and I'm totally missing that. And I'm really, you know, if I'm interested in buying this, this thing, probably my second question, maybe my first question is, okay, I saw that they have the DTC 550 on the ad. Now I want to know how much it costs. And I go here, and if I click on that, it comes up with this pop-up that says, you have to create an account to see the price. Well, no, I understand I'm, there's industry things that I know about them selling these products that are going to apply to this, and it, hopefully it's not going to be confusing. But they have to apply, abide by MAP pricing, which means they can't sell it for, for, for lower than uh, what all the big retailers and stuff uh, sell the product for, unless, unless someone logs in or creates an account or gives them their email address or adds the product to the cart. So one of those actions has to be performed for them to show it. But their version, where they're creating an account, creating an account is absolutely not it. It would be much easier to get someone to the cart, or it would possibly be easier to get someone to do a live chat than to actually create an account just because there's so much anxiety giving information. So what I'm saying is, so I'm backing up here a little bit. I'm taking all the product-specific elements that will help a customer figure out if this is the right product for them, and I'm moving them closer. So I want the price to be close to the image. I want the free shipping to be close to the image. I want the warranty to be close to the image. Guarantees, I'm not sure if there's a money-back guarantee, uh, anything like that that these guys offer. The, the testimonial, if it's a product-specific testimonial, I want the product-specific testimonial right Jimmy, or around. Jimmy, Go ahead. You're, you're, you're so you're so good. I hate to cut you off, pal. I got sure. five minutes, and I got to go to at least one more site. I got one uh, more big thing. One more big. Go thing. ahead, Jimmy. Go my ahead. Go ahead. Thing, my, my big thing is right now. It absolutely is huge for product ratings on this type of stuff. If you have product ratings from your previous customers, or even if you can, there's a lot of services that actually provide ratings for for products that you can actually lease or buy, or whatever. They have such a huge impact on conversion. You absolutely need product ratings close to uh, that image, like around that image, so they can see what other people are, are saying. About Excellent point. Yep. Excellent point. Everything you're hearing from Jimmy and Aaron comes from the conversion index that we that we showed you at the beginning of this presentation. It may sound like random uh, thoughts as they look at the page, but these are all based on a a fundamental understanding of this simple way that we can approach uh, formula. We may need to do a part two. I have honestly, I have a half a dozen pages probably ready right now that I can't get to. I'm not sure how many, but quite a few more. I'm going to go to one more though. It's uh, it's there now. And 
you can see the the actual product. Their value proposition is they provide in-depth research on small cap uh, small cap stocks that are generally not covered by the financial media or analysts at the big brokerage houses. Uh, these are stocks that we feel have the most potential for double and triple digit gains. So it's pretty clear. I don't know that that's the clearest expression in terms of length, but I understand now why they're in business. And uh, with that in mind, let's go right to the site. And let's look at this. And why we're going there, I, you know, Jimmy and Aaron and I are going to all be at the Sherpa event in, in, in uh, I guess it's the end of this month, uh, in Miami, uh, along with another, some of our other teams and scientists group. And we're going to be optimizing pages like this live all day long at the Sherpa event. And, uh, and we're also going to be doing a certification on how to optimize your email. And basically it's all, uh, you can, if you're there, come see us. We, we'd like to meet some of you that are in this audience. Jimmy, um, you and Aaron, go to work on this one. Our last page. I got something I think I'll give them at the end, but go, go for this one, uh, both of you, if you would. Well, Jimmy, you want to start? Aaron, you go ahead to start with, then Jimmy. Okay. All right. Um, you know, primary source of this is email. So it, it, I, I really – what I want to see is, is, is the email that leads me here so, so that I know that you're meeting the expectations. But when I get here, um, besides a few usability issues, uh, it, yes, yes. Yeah, oh, sorry. I, I think my headset's dropping. Um, besides just a few usability issues, there, uh, such as you, you – your item in the right-hand corner, you can't click on it. Your text, your text in the in the middle of the page, uh, the China Investment Report, top five Chinese stocks. Uh, you can't click on it. Um, it's not clickable. When I when I get to click here to uh, to get started, I, I believe it's an anchor text that's supposed to take me to the bottom of the page, and it doesn't it doesn't appear to be working. At least it, it doesn't appear to be working on my browser. I don't know if it's a the problem that you have with Firefox, um, but you've got you've got several. You, you lead them down to the bottom of the page, and, and you don't see it in this. You don't see it in the screenshot. So, explain if you want to go. But I think you're really going to see the gains is in this form. It's a clunky form. You keep breaking it. You're 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 breaking it up with all these bars. 30 day free trial. There's different. There's uh, then pay only 399. 30 day free trial. Then pay only 240. Oh yes. 30 day free trial. Then only pay 79.99. There's all these different offers. I don't know exactly know you know uh, what what I should do. What, what's the difference between going through 39, uh, paying you $400 versus 250 versus 80? What do I get from that? Is it a, is it a savings of X? If, if so, tell me. Let me know that, that for buying a two-year subscription that, I, that I'll save uh, that I'll save 34% or save 15% by doing this. I get to, the, you know, the bottom of this form, many of these elements can be removed. Uh, for example, why are you asking? Why are you asking if there's a Visa, Mastercard, uh, American Express, Discover? You should be able to determine that judging by the the first four digits of the uh, of the credit card. Um, the bill yeah, Jerry, Aaron, you're, you, everything you're saying is good, but you're out of time. I'm going to rush. I'm going to uh, take it over to Jimmy and let Jimmy make yeah. some comments. Okay. Well said, though. Jimmy, go ahead. Sure. I, I, the strategy I would I would test next on this particular page would be like that letter from the editor or letter from the founder type of approach where it's a relationship building. It says, today's China presents what may be called a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Tell the story. Tell the story of the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Have your CEO, have your, your editor, whoever is writing this, 
make it come from him, make it very personal, lay out the most important parts of why you need this report in bullets, and then proceed down on this form. I totally agree with this form. Now, there's a huge problem with this form and the way it, it connects with the calls to access. Start your free 30-day trial subscription now. You go down, you go down, you fill all this information. You get your, you figure out which trial you want. You put in your credit card information, which shouldn't feel right. You get your billing and your shipping. It says place order. How can it say place order? It has to say activate my free trial. It has to be something that doesn't reference placing an order and, and making them feel like they just spent all this money when it's a free trial and you're just collecting my credit card. The other thing is this, this form does not have to be this long. Even if it's a print thing that they have to mail, you start off by collecting the absolute minimum of information, which is going to be their credit card number, expiration date, and security code to activate the free trial. And that's it. You collect the next piece of information on the following page. So you do it on the confirmation page. Right. It dramatically simplified the process. Excellent. Uh, to my to the audience, we are out of time. We're so grateful for everyone's trust. We know that there are some of you who are hoping to have your um, pages reviewed that we didn't get to. We may do something uh, uh, separately. We're thinking about doing a part two. If you think we should do a part two on this, please uh, right now use the Q and A and tell us. And we'll do our, our our best to number the number of responses that say that yes against the size of the audience and see if the percentage you know, validates moving forward. We are in the midst of so much research right now, and, uh, you know, we're doing our very best to discover what works so we can communicate it to you. And uh, if you have uh, questions, uh, log back in, go to the site, get to the research, do anything you can to help. And the only thing we ask you to do is uh, tell a friend about this because we're we, – we want to help as many marketers as we possibly can. Some of you have asked about something. Uh, take me back to the slides, John. Yeah, some of you have asked me about um, how we discover the research. Sometimes this is done with research partners. We partner with companies and conduct a bunch of research. And uh, there's a link on the screen you can see where you can learn about how we do that. In the meantime, thank you all for for attending, and we'll be back in two weeks with more data, more information, and, and uh, more help. Thank you.